I'll just uh, give you a moment, but let's not rush this. This is a great opportunity to let your voice be heard, uh, to ask questions, to, to reflect on this. Governing authority? Yeah, I'll, so I'll answer the, I'll repeat the question. Okay, yeah, if you want to ask your question, stand and then I'll repeat the, the question. So, Jerry, if you just want to stand and ask your question. What is governing? Governing authority is uh, overseeing the church. It's equipping and empowering the saints for the work of the ministry. Uh, so anything that, that is setting direction with authority, um, is governing authority. Exercising headship. Yes. Pastor change. I mean, the difference is that you have a new pastor, and when you have a new pastor, the dynamics of the elder team change, and our searching of the scriptures changes. So I think that what you're going to find is where we land will be consistent with where, where the elders were before, right? The whole goal is to implement uh, deacons who serve the church. That hasn't changed. Uh, Well, I don't know if it's good or bad, but um, it is an important fact that nobody submitted uh, the questionnaire. So, yeah, questionnaires were handed out, but maybe it was a, an act of the Holy Spirit that nobody felt that they wanted to actually put their name forward and say, yeah, I'd like you to consider me for a deacon. So, yeah, questionnaires went out. Nobody, submit, nobody gave their questionnaires back in. Um, so, yeah, I, I am telling you that that process is on hold until the elders are confident that we agree on what the function of deacons is. We want to make sure we're, we're, we know what a deacon is. We don't want to just establish deacons and call them deacons only to find out, oh, actually, after more thought, we're empowering people to do something that um, isn't actually deacon work. So that, that's why the, the pause Good question, thanks. I can't tell you that. Uh, I said one option, that would be one option. One option that we're looking at would be that if you're a recognized servant in the church that you would be a deacon. That's not the only option. Uh, another option would be that there are certain tasks here that we, we feel fit the biblical mandate of deacons. And then we'd say, okay, so if you are in, I just pull this at random, let's say the care box. Well, that, that's deacon work, maybe, if we decide that. This is just an illustration. Then we might say, well, that, that's a deacon position. But 
uh, I still think you want someone overseeing your children's ministry, whether we call them a deacon or not. Good question. We just don't know yet. Uh, and I guess my hope is that you would be encouraged by that. Like, I think that's some, really, it should be really encouraging to you to know that, that we're not going to get ahead of ourselves. We're not going to start just throwing words around if we're not sure. Like, we want to make sure that we're implementing the scriptures, and we can't do that if we're not sure. Now, I know, like, I know that everyone has their own opinion of what a deacon is, but that doesn't make it necessarily right. Could it be that biblical deacons are different than your experience? That you've experienced deacons in an unbiblical way? I, I just want all of us to be open to that possibility, right? Open to the fact that, oh, I, I, I had this notion of what a deacon is, only to find out that, well, maybe that's not what a deacon is. Any other questions? Uh, great question. So Lisa asked, is there a plan for the children's curriculum? Not yet. So once we, once we approach and, and confirm someone for this position, then we're going to meet with all the people who are interested in children's ministry, and then you know the elder decision-making model, which is a W, we're going to define reality. Part of that defining of reality will include who the, uh, the children's ministry servant is going to be, and then we're going to talk about everything. And then by September, we're going to launch sort of a fresh beginning for our children's ministry. So we're going to go down to the consultation and then back up to making decisions. The elders will make decisions about the fall in close uh, association with whoever fills that box there. And then it will be implemented, started in September. And then we'll evaluate at the end of the year and say, how did that go and do we need to make any changes? It's a good question. Same with youth. Yeah, I mean, youth, we're not even sure, right? Like, do we have the, the people and the, the resources to, to launch that for the September? We're not sure. But what we're communicating here is that long-term, we would like to have uh, a youth ministry. So as soon as Jesus sends us the right people, right, as soon as we feel comfortable that we've got somebody to fill that box and we can organize something, we do want to have a youth ministry here. So I don't know when that'll happen, but it would be great if we could do it in September. I just can't promise that. Any other questions? Just going to give you a little more time, like think it over. This is such a good time to ask questions. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, great question. So Joanne asked, um, if we feel that we have a particular gift that we would like to contribute to the church, how do we go about letting that be known? Come and talk to us. That's, that would be excellent. And, and we would have to help you to assess it, right? So the elders, one of our responsibilities, the worst thing for a local church is for people to be misplaced in the body. And sometimes we don't always know where we should be placed. Uh, so the elders have to work with you. But yes, it really helps if you can say, I have a desire to serve in this, and then we can explore that together. One thing that, that we really want is we, we want people serving where they want to serve. I mean, so I get that sometimes you have to sort of just fill a spot, but if you're filling a spot because it just has to be done, we want that to be really short term. We want, we want people serving where they desire to serve so that you have your duty. Your duty is to serve the church, and we want that to match your desire. That's our goal because we feel that like God has given us desires to serve according to how he's created and gifted and, and called us, and so we want to help you to, to be properly placed, and then we want to help you to grow in that. Uh, and that just helps everybody. It gives a nice, sweet spirit to the church. It helps us all to be joyful. It reduces burnout, all kinds of things. That's a good question. Um, ideally, uh, definitely in any official named capacity. So you wouldn't see your name on a, on a chart if you're not a member. It just, it gets too messy. You start empowering people that you don't actually have spiritual authority to oversee. And all of a sudden, it just gets really, really complicated. So we would encourage, if, if this is your home church, become a member. And if you can't become a member here, then like we would want to help you to find a church where you can flourish and you can be a member there so that you can serve. Um, but yeah, we would love for, if you're coming here, become members. We'd love to meet with you and talk through that process. Good question. Just stretching. Mark? Thanks, Mark. Well, we are happy to answer questions. Um, this isn't really up for debate, though. This is this is the vision of the church. This is how we're structured. Yeah, Yosef. Thanks, Joseph. Yeah, it's true. So we would love to talk to you. Thank you so much. We want to talk to you about this, but we're not, we're, we're not debating it. This is, this is the vision of the church. This is how we're going to structure ourselves. And, uh, but, but we want to help clarify it. Like maybe something's not that clear. And if that's the case, then we, we have all the time in the world to just walk through it, talk through it, and over the next 
number of months, we're going to start putting people into these uh, empty boxes. Then we're going to start equipping and empowering them to oversee, uh, in some capacity, their ministry. So, thank you very much. This is an exciting time for South Shore. I hope that we can all be uh, excited by this. It gives some definition to who we are and where we're going. And uh, if, if, uh, if it's not that exciting to you, then we appreciate that, and we just ask that you would pray through it. And uh, we will hear your concerns, but not in the, in the sense of opening it up for changes or debates. Let me pray for us. Lord, thank you so much for giving us a vision for the church. And as we move forward now, I pray that you would help us to be very, very wise in who we uh, appoint to different positions of service in the church. Uh, I pray that you would... Unite us around a common cause that has been given to us from Christ himself. I pray that uh, you would fill this church with people, that we might be a strong outpost for you in Barrie, and uh, so that we can overflow into Canada and the world. Thank you that the Bible is our authority and that we seek to implement your word. Uh, God, please help us. In your name we pray. Amen.